amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. It's Mr. Encore. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew. Yeah. Check. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game, who in first place. You can even call up, state your own case. Football, b-ball, soccer too. Log on, ain't nobody stopping you. It's fantasy sports and politics crew. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Fantasy sports and politics crew. Yeah. Fantasy sports and politics crew. Hello everyone, and welcome once again. Yes, we're back. I know we've been sporadic, but we are here tonight. I am JT, AK the Master, and I am joined by my esteemed co-host, my fellow Jersey guy, my brother from another mother, Jeff the Joker. We can make up the FSP crew show. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. I'll say that again, it's 637, excuse me, 347-637-3220 is the place to be if you want to talk to Jeff or me and the fantasy football, uh, 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 not fantasy football, it's an FSP crew show. I, I, I'm all over the place, people. Tonight I'm all over the place. I'm trying to watch some games and other things, but before I even get into it, let's bring my esteemed co-host, like I said, a brother from another mother for the Jer- Jersey guy. They call him the Joker. I call him Jeff. What's up? Thanks for the intro, Jerry. Uh, happy to be here. Let's do the show. Yes, sir. Okay, we have tonight, Jeff, three games on tap um, in the preseason. One's going to be on ESPN. The other one, I think, is maybe on the NFL Network. Um, and I think Buffalo, excuse me, Baltimore and Miami are going to probably be played sometime after midnight, either midnight or sometime after that. But it, there's three games going on um, right now. I mean, uh, they're playing, being played right now. Baltimore, Miami, Buffalo at Philadelphia, Tampa Bay at Jacksonville. And let me say this. Um, I am enjoying, uh, uh, I don't know if you've caught it. I didn't catch it this past Tuesday. I got to go back and look at it because I've been recording it. But I have to watch um, – how interesting, and some people I've listened to, Jeff, on some group chats that I'm on, about their um, interest or, or their like, likeness, I should say, or whatever you want to put it, of how they like what's going on on Hard Knocks, featuring the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, and Jameis Winston. And their number two draft pick from last year, Robert Roberto Aguayo got canned this week. Got canned a number two draft pick from the 2016 season. I know he's a kicker and kickers are whatever, 
But he, he was the number two pick last year. And I think they moved up to get this guy last year at, the, at their number two pick. Not the number two pick in the draft, but Tampa Bay's number two pick. And Roberto Aguayo got the boot. Um, and I, th- I think, I, I guess, and I get, like I said, I watched the first one, but I haven't watched it th- 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 last week, this past week, Tuesday, um, that – I don't know if the country's falling in love with them, but they are becoming more aware, if if not aware of it, even more aware of Jameis Winston and his uh, um, personality. What's your thoughts? You know, it, uh, Aguayo getting cut caught my eye. Of course, like a lot of people, when uh, they drafted him in the second round, it caught my eye. Uh, I think uh, people have told me I obsess a little over special teams. And, you know, being a Giants fan will make you do that because uh, (laughs) they've had their special teams woes over the years, you know. Yes, they have. Um, Yes, they have. But but the thing is, you know, during the Parcells era, they had very good special teams, and that was something he prioritized. Um, But uh, kickers drove him crazy, you know. But, you know, they – they had some pretty decent ones, but they had a little stretch where they were going through a few different guys. Um, believe me, I'm sure Aguayo is going to get another shot in the NFL. Um, it just goes to show you it, it's very risky to draft a kicker early. And one of the reasons not to is you don't have to. You know, um, you could wait till late in the draft or even after the draft to, to get a kicker. And... Um, Recently, when uh, Morton Anderson was being inducted into the Hall of Fame, he uh, spoke about his rookie year was a little rocky. And, uh, you know, uh, he he was very uh, grateful that Bum Phillips uh, stood by him. And believe me, uh, he benefited that franchise for many years afterwards, even after uh, Phillips uh, was no longer the coach. Uh, But... uh, yeah, you know, uh, and that's another reason why I don't think he was going early in drafts. You, you don't want to have your fantasy drafts too early. Um, and even with kickers, um, that's that's a position where sometimes right before the season a team will make a move, they'll see somebody they like becomes available, and then they'll make the move. And that's why it's good that if for your fantasy league you have a few days between the draft and the start of the season – you know, to adjust for those uh, situations. Um, you know, um, unfortunately, a lot of people know Jameis Winston for uh, an off-the-field incident back when he was at Florida State. But, you know, he seems like a guy who's, I don't know, trying to do the right thing. Maybe it's just for show. I mean, I don't know him personally. But, uh, hey, he won a championship in college, uh uh, I, I really think he he wants to be the guy, you know. I don't think he's trying to be, uh, you know, the prima donna. I think he's trying to be the leader of a winning team. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, I have nothing against them. I, ho- I hope it works out, ex- except when they're playing the Giants, you know. Yeah, you know, the um, there's supposedly some high expectations for the um, – for the um, – Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, with the additions of um, O.J. Howard and Deshaun Watson and one year uh, more of maturation for um, Jameis Winston. And uh, um, 
um, that whole team, uh, Mike Evans and company, and uh, um, improvement on the defense, which they needed. Um, they're not going to be a surprise team to a lot of people, especially the teams in the NFL, uh, because uh, of what's taking place in Tampa. And we have a caller from the 336, which I do believe that is North Carolina. Caller from the 336, welcome to the FSP Crew Show. State your name and what you have to say. Good evening, fellas. My name is Frank. I'm calling from North Carolina. How are you guys doing tonight? Not bad, man. Pretty How good. you been? Pretty good. Not, not too bad. Hey, uh, how do you think uh, Ben Roethlisberger and uh, Antonio Brown are going to link up this year? you think they're going to make it happen this year or what? Uh, Jeff, you want to take that first well, or you want me? I'll tell you, um, uh, Antonio Brown is uh, probably one of the safest bets in fantasy, especially in a PPR league. Yeah, he's got um, a huge pop, yeah. And um, with Roethlisberger, I mean, I think uh, he's still regarded uh, – as a, as a very good fantasy quarterback, uh, maybe not consistent. Uh, you know, he tends to have really big games, and then maybe he'll have a few games that aren't so big. And also, he might miss a couple games, so you want to make sure you got a halfway decent backup for him. But uh, I, I think that that uh, combination of co- will continue to produce. Uh, it might do, take do you on think he's going to – no, go, go ahead, ahead, man. My, my take on it no, is this. Say, uh, um, ben Roethlisberger yeah. is a good Heinz Field quarterback. On the road, it's a different Ben Roethlisberger. His, his numbers really drop on the road. And um, so just like Jeff had suggested, it's good to get a, a, a viable backup, uh, especially when Ben's on the road. Uh, especially against a good defense and especially against um, the Ravens or, or, or the um, – um, what's the other team? Uh, Cincinnati on the road. Um, Cleveland maybe not so much, but especially against the division rivals on the road, uh, Ben Roethlisberger has a tendency not to have big games. And, and uh, um, even though that won't affect Antonio Brown. And my other question is this. Since you since – you, couple those two guys together um, um, and I'm just assuming is that you, you're thinking about putting both of these well, guys if, if on If I did have those guys coupled together I would have probably probably Brown uh, you know uh, behind uh, of course and uh, it's, it's can he fit his cock all the way up Ben's asshole I knew that was happening <laughs> I, I, had, I, had, I, I had the X I had the I had my mouse over the X because I had a funny feeling that was going to happen. Now, and I, I was, I was, I'm surprised it took that long. I'm surprised it took that long because I had a funny <laughs> feeling when he first jumped on there. I thought he was going to say something, but he kind of lured us in, and then he, and then he, uh, he, he decided to do that. It's all right. It's all right. Um, <laughs> thank you for the. Thank you for the. Thank you for about a half a minute or maybe a minute of the call. Um, but the other part of that, we can do without. And, and it, you just, whoever was listening, you just made, made a, 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 well, it is what it is. I'm not going to premise it any further than that. So, um, 
you know, Would- you know, you got a popular podcast when you get the prank callers, <laughs> and, and and there's a guy. I don't know if he's still doing it, but uh, there's a guy he used to love to, uh, you know, prank call and in the chat mm-hmm. room. And uh, I gotta admit, once in a while he was a little bit funny. But you know what it is? Uh, even a broken clock is right twice a day. And <laughs> it, part of this, part of that guy's shtick was yep. um, talking about like before uh, NFL games that there was gonna be like some big weather disaster for like half the country. But mm-hmm. a couple times it was true. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Because wow, remember funny. we had that snowstorm in October, you sure, know? Sure. Sure. Yep. And he's in the chat room saying, "Oh, we're having a blizzard on the East Coast this weekend." The people in the chat room said, "Oh, get the f out of here, man!" It's like right. I'm like, "No, we're gonna have a big snowstorm on on, on Halloween weekend." And then yeah. there was uh, a hurricane around Labor Day weekend, around Opening Day, and I think uh, Houston had to postpone their game, um, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, just part of the uh, the podcast. You get these uh, occasional is, pranks. And, yep. you know, I've heard pranks on, uh, you know, New York uh, sports talk radio, and that cracks me up because those guys got to sit on hold for a while. And, yep, and they it's have to... tough, right? And and then, they, you know, it's uh, they got to get by the screener, and then uh, yep, yep. usually, they, you know, the the host could hit the dump button, but on very rare occasions, they don't hit the dump button. And, right. and, and uh, I once heard a prank about uh, Isaiah Thomas, and uh, it wasn't really what the, the prankster said. It was the host's response because I think he was ticked off at the screener, and, and uh, I was rolling on the ground laughing for that one. Okay. So, yeah, so back to uh, Tampa Bay. Now, like uh, what I had ended before I picked up the caller, uh, the caller, uh, it was that the the Tampa Bay have has high expectations. Uh, we got another caller here from the five one three. I don't know if I should answer this or not. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chance, Jeff, and answer it, and see what happens. Uh, we got I got a feeling that we're gonna get bombarded with these today, but we'll see what happens. Caller from the five one three. We had a bad experience with the three three six North Carolina. Where are you calling from? And what, what's your name? Yeah, you did. I'm calling from Cincinnati. How are you guys doing? How's it going, man? What's up? God damn it. I heard that fucking guy. Yep. I think we're getting it today, Jeff. Yeah, I guess some guys have some time on their hands. I think they're getting it today for whatever reason. I wasn't there here last week, and for whatever reason this week, they decided to lay it on us. What can I tell you? Maybe, hey, hey, Jeff, the other one, the guy one's from North Carolina, the other, this one's from um, Cincinnati. Uh, maybe these guys are buddy buddies and say, let's, let's uh, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to go any further. It, it, what's, the, what's the sense? Um, I may not take any calls if I don't recognize a, n- a number. Let me put it that way. I, I do know some, some people, uh, numbers that co- call in, uh, Vic and, and, and um and, and uh, um, I'm trying to think of his name now. Uh, uh, from Nas, Nas, Nas from um, Atlanta. Um, but uh, these other other calls, uh, I may not be taking any more calls because it looks like it's open season on the FSP Cruise Show. Anyway, and it's a uh, full moon tonight. 
Anyway, uh, Tampa Bay. We got a call from the 561. I'm not taking that call. Not taking that call. I'm sorry, callers. Uh, if I don't recognize your number now, uh, I do appreciate you calling. But if you're going to do what the last two callers have done, it's not going to happen. You can hang on for as long as you like. But if you got some foul language or some foul, foul uh, uh, things to say, you will not get airtime on here. So if you want to hold on, you can. Maybe, maybe if you hold on for as long as you hold on for, I may think you're sincere. But if not, uh, it is what it is. Anyway, Tampa Bay is not going to be a surprise anymore. Um, uh, and I think they're going to sneak up on because uh, I think they're not, I wouldn't say loaded for bear, but they seem to have um, getting their pieces in together with a quarterback that's maturing. And, and there's high expectations, but they are in a competitive, very competitive uh, conference. I mean, division, I should say, with Atlanta um, last year's Super Bowl. Um, one of the one of the teams that were in the Super Bowl. You got a Carolina team that's got a, a quarterback that's rehabbing or coming back from a shoulder surgery, and, and, and a, a Carolina team that's added some great pieces to be more dynamic on uh, offense in Christian McCaffrey and, and um, Curtis Samuel, along with um, a slim down Kelvin Benjamin, and then you also have the uh, New Orleans Saints that are trying to improve that defense but um, have one more year uh, with Drew Brees. Um, still have Mark Ingram, but added a Hall of Fame running back in Adrian Peterson that um, is trying to go back to the way they used to play um, and got the way they used to play, which got them to the Super Bowl and a Super Bowl championship. So, And then you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – um, trying to leap over those guys or make some strides themselves to put themselves into the playoffs. Very competitive division, division, Jeff. What's your thoughts on Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa Bay, and, and, and New Orleans? That looks like a very strong division, uh, especially yep. uh, for fantasy football. Um, you know, um, a lot of offensive weapons on those teams. Um, as far as the quarterbacks go, um, uh, Cam Newton uh, doesn't doesn't look ready, and uh, you know uh, I'd be shocked if he doesn't start the first game. But you know, coming off the surgery and uh, uh, lack of throwing in in the preseason, he he can get off to a slow start. And believe me, I. I, I in fantasy, I hate slow starts. You know, I, I, want, I want my guys, I want my team to come out smoking. It's a short season. You can't mm-hmm. wait till October for guys to start rocking. So, uh, um, and, and you know, for fantasy, uh, I like Cam Newton because he brings the uh, the running dimension into it. But uh, you know, it's uh, I think they're they're trying to get him to run less. But that's tough if that's your style. You know that that's tough to um, totally change, but they bring uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, who uh, 
a lot of people are high on, and uh, he's going early in, uh, in mocks, and people have already started real drafts because uh, he should be catching a lot of balls coming out of the backfield. Okay. I'm going to give this person from Palm, Palm, looks like from Palm Beach County down in Florida a chance to see what, the, uh, what, what they have to say. Caller from Palm Beach County. This is Jer- uh, this is uh, JT, a.k.a. The Master. State your name and tell me what you got to say. Hey, just JT representing Palm Beach. How you doing? Okay, how you doing, my man? I got a giant cock in my butt. <laughs> That's it, Jeff. I've had enough. I've had enough. I don't. I, I, it must be a full moon out there because I have no idea. Out of the clear blue sky, now, Jeff. I don't think we've been on here. We weren't here. Definitely weren't on last week. And the week before, I'm not sure if we were on it. So I, I have no idea why these guys are all of a sudden calling in um, back to back to back and um, acting the way they want to act. So, hey, go watch some football games, man. There's some football games. In fact, guy from um, Florida, you got the, uh, um, a, a, one of your Florida teams playing. I don't know if you happen to be one of them, but go ahead and pl- watch, your, watch one of the Florida teams playing them. What, what do you what do you what do you spend your time talking to to uh, new two Jersey guys? Not that we don't appreciate it, but if you come better, we we would have talked to you. Anyway, Le'Veon Bell. All right, we're, we're jumping from the NFC to the AFC. Jumping from a guy uh, that's and a team that's in, all in camp and participating in camp, but to a guy that is not in camp and uh, all for all intents and purposes. Doesn't look like he's planning to report um, before week one of the season. Um, Jeff, you and I know, man, this is a classic setup, and I would be, I hate to be the one that has in fantasy the number two pick or number one pick or the first three picks uh, in fantasy and not draft this guy because you and I know and I think you know where I'm going. Anytime a guy holds out and decides to come in when the season starts or just after the season starts, nine, ten, nine times out of ten, he gets hurt and is out for an extended period of time. What's your thoughts? You know, I, I, I agree with that. I've said that, but there are some exceptions. But you don't remember the exceptions. And also I think for holdouts – um, or, or guys missing camp, the ones that really stand out are the rookies because those are the guys who really need it. Um, but I remember uh, uh, Marshall Falk, uh, he missed a lot of training camp his first year with the Rams. But, you know, Marshall Falk's an exceptional player, probably doesn't need camp as much as some other guys. Um, the, I think Steven Jackson once had a very good year after missing uh, a couple weeks of camp. There's a few others, but overall – I, I don't I don't like that. There's a reason they have training camp. Believe me, if the teams could uh, get away without it, they would because they'd save a lot of money. Um, well, then again, then they wouldn't be able to charge full f- price for those uh, bogus uh, preseason <laughs> games. But that's but that but really like yep. like you, you you have to have preseason. If you don't have preseason, then you look like the XFL or something. You look really sloppy. Um, you know it. it 
you know, I remember, and this was a knee-jerk reaction, uh, after uh, the, uh, uh, the the Minnesota Vikings uh, lineman who uh, died during training camp, um, uh, whose name escapes me at the moment, um, uh, after he passed away, there was some actually some semi-intelligent people saying, oh, they should abolish training camp. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. You're probably putting guys more at risk if you get rid of training camp. It's like saying, uh, uh, I don't know, if uh, you accidentally cut yourself, abolish knives. You know, how are you going to cut your food? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Stringer, Corey Stringer, that's, that was his name. Okay. Well, let me put it this way, Jeff. Um, and the reason why I, I brought him up is because that um, he has a history of being injured um, and not being able to, to play full games. Um, and the problem is this. With a guy that has a history of being injured, How about this? In 2013, and, and this is this is I'm going going by uh, year by year. Only year that it hasn't happened was 2016, from what I'm seeing here. Uh, August in 2013, he suffered a Liz Frank sprain in preseason and was forced to, forced to sit out the first three games of the regular season. Same year, later later in the football year, uh, in the regular season. In twenty in uh, two thousand thirteen, had a minor concussion late November, but didn't miss any game action. Okay, but he had a grade one cranial concussion. Two thousand fourteen, ACL knee ACL pull, hyperextended his knee after taking a low hit in game seventeen against the Bengals, missed a wild card game in the Pro Bowl. Two thousand fifteen, MCL tear grade three. Torres MCL in week nine, he had surgery, and he was placed on the IR. So from week nine to the end of the season, they missed him. Last year, the past past January, had a groin sports hernia. Um, Supposedly he had been playing through it uh, late in the year, Um, but he never appeared on an injury report. Uh, He re-injured it in an AFC title game. This past season, so he has it, and the reason why I brought specifically brought Le'Veon Bell up is because his history, his injury history, of, of missing games, especially in the last uh, two three seasons of missing games, and holding out is just going to put, in my opinion, even though he may be working out and working like a dog. It's, it's different from working out and being in football shape and thinking he'll be able to come in in week one and perform throughout uh, from week one on and not sustain some type of injury that's going to put him out of games. The history lately suggests otherwise. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I mean – it. You know, with me, I don't like to roll the dice with my early picks. Yep. Um, there's plenty of chances to gamble later on. I mean, Bell is an exceptional talent. He does seem to do well. He seems to recover well from injuries, but he, he's had his share. 
And I'm thinking, it seems, you know, when I was a kid, you know, in the late 70s and the 80s, it seemed like uh, holdouts were very common. And then for a long time, they became much less common. I, I think they're on the increase um, for whatever reasons. And uh, uh, I just the, – the worst is the rookies. That, that, you know, it's too many rookies have wasted seasons that started with lengthy holdouts. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, to me, uh, it, it hurts the value of Bell a little bit, you know, actually a lot. You know, I mean, some people, you know, like to gamble, whatever. I don't, uh, not with the high picks. Yeah, and and it's a dilemma that anybody that's got the first three picks, because uh, it's almost a guarantee that he's going to go within the first three picks of any fantasy league, unless, um, just like you're talking about, no one wants to roll the dice uh, on a player that, for the last three seasons, has has some injuries concerns and um, can cost you, because if he's a top three pick, or if he's high top round, round one pick, you're depending on that guy to give you some very good numbers. And if that person happens to go down or not produce those numbers, it's going to hurt your collective team that much more. So you're right. Um, uh, I wouldn't roll the dice on that. I would go in another direction, let somebody else take that chance. If they, if, if they pan out, fine. If they don't, uh, at least I was more comfortable in taking somebody that I was more comfortable with than Le'Veon Bell that um, looked that could I could roll a, a seven or a craps, and craps is not good when you're trying to win a fantasy league. Anyway, um, another guy that's not held held out, but he's suspended. And uh, a question was asked of um, your favorite commissioner uh, on Thursday today, uh, Roger Goodell, about reinstating suspended Browns wide receiver Josh Gordon uh, and um, your favorite commissioner Roger Goodell said it's not under active consideration at least it hasn't made it to my desk now quite naturally he was denied in May um, but he can reapply again in September he's 26 hasn't appeared in a game since December 2014 um, I don't know what's going on with uh, Josh Gordon but uh, if he's still got the talent that he had when he splashed on the scene back in, in, in um, 2014, then um, uh, it, he'd be worth a late flyer, really late flyer. Um, but uh, you won't find anything out until after, until whatever time it, it's deemed necessary or deemed, deemed possible in September. And then, quite naturally, people will be scrambling for it. But a late flyer, uh, I couldn't fault anybody for taking Josh Gordon for it in a late, 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 late flyer um, and sitting on your bench and see what happens. And if, if, he, if he doesn't pan out, all you do is just drop him. Doesn't didn't cost you anything but a late round pick. Your thoughts? Josh Gordon, like I said, not, not yep. eligible for reinstatement until September consideration. You know, I mean... I think it's kind of overkill. I mean, you know, okay, you know, I mean, I know 
even though it's legal in a, in, in a few states, the NFL has a rule against marijuana, which is not performance enhancing. And, um, you know, I mean, Josh Gordon's a little immature because he uh, failed uh urine test afterwards. But, you know, you're depriving somebody a livelihood for, for, for marijuana. I mean, I don't recommend it, but, you know, it's not steroids. It's not heroin. Uh, you know, but this is just uh, Goodell, and uh, you know he he uh, is the uh, self-styled uh, disciplinarian of the NFL, and uh, you know it's it's unfortunate about Josh Gordon because uh, you know he had that one great season, and uh, at this point, you know, I mean, he could probably overcome it, but uh, should have a lot of rust. And and the thing is, to review it in September, you know, hey, the guy. That that's a guy who would definitely need training camp to, you know, be productive again. So uh, I I don't understand. I guess that's part of the rules, and um, hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know. This stuff could get straightened out with the next collective bargaining agreement, but I can't see that happening with Goodell still in the picture. All right, let's talk about this here. All right. Um, I don't think we've gotten a chance to talk about these, and, and, and uh, this would be a good time. Um, Mitchell Trubisky, Deshaun Watson, Sean Kaiser, Nate Peterman, um, Patrick Mahomes, all these quarterbacks, top five quarterbacks, I think I named five, top five quarterbacks uh, on, on most people's uh, draft. Um, I may have not uh, named them. In order, I know Mitchell Trubisky was the number one pick, um, but um, the number two pick, I'm sorry, number two pick, uh, number one for the uh, Chicago Bears. But um, I got to believe that a lot of people, football fans, and especially fans of those respective teams, maybe were optimistic but had low expectations for rookie quarterbacks because of all the so-called experts' opinions on the class of quarterbacks, including myself, that came out. Well, Mitchell Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Kaiser, and and Deshaun Watson um, really showed what they were made of for the, for the time that they were in there. Now, I understand that they weren't possibly in against the ones. They were going up against twos and threes. But for all intents and purposes, the, all the quarterbacks that I mentioned seem to show uh, very good poise uh, and <laughs> was able to move their offenses effectively down the field. Maybe some of them didn't win. But but they showed a lot of promise that a lot of experts and analysts thought they didn't have. Uh, what's your thoughts? Uh, I don't know if you watched all these quarterbacks when they were out there, Jeff, in different games. But what's your thoughts on Mitchell Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes, um, uh, Deshaun Kaiser, Deshaun Watson, and Nate Peterman? You know, uh, for fantasy purposes, it's very hard to uh, invest in a rookie quarterback. 
and, and that's kind of a good thing because you know it it it, it kind of it's almost like for fantasy the rookie year is the redshirt year even if a guy's playing. I mean there there's a few minor exceptions, but I mean I, I can't think of too many rookie quarterbacks who even in a deep league were a legit QB one. Um, but uh, you know the uh, NFL needs quarterbacks and. Uh, they get these guys now very raw from college because a lot of them don't have uh, experience under center, which is still very important in the NFL. Um, you know, uh, teams get excited. Uh, I think I, I saw some of uh, Trubisky. I mean, he's got a lot to live up to because when you get drafted that early and the team gives up a lot to trade up, it really raises the expectation level. Um uh, uh, I think I saw some of Deshaun Watson. He looked pretty good. But, you know, a lot of times it's going against, uh, you know, these vanilla defenses you see in the preseason. And believe me, uh, when if, if uh, NFL uh, defense is facing a rookie in the regular season, you know, they're licking their lips. <laughs> you know, they're mm-hmm. throwing all kinds of blitzes and coverages at the guys. But, you know, these guys, they're, they're the future, you know, because uh, – the NFL needs quarterbacks, and that's one of the reasons I don't want to see the NFL expand because there's not enough legit starters to go around. And when you see a team that's got two backups and no starters at quarterback, that's a dreadful offense to watch. Okay. Well, how about this this week? Um, and believe it or not, Jeff, I just looked at the schedule th- this week, and um, starting on – Saturday. Forget about tomorrow. Starting on Saturday, I'm talking about these young quarterbacks and who they go up against, what kind of defenses they go up against. How about Deshaun Watson going up against the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick and what he likes to do with uh, rookie quarterbacks? How about Mitchell Trubisky going down to Arizona and playing that Arizona defense? How about... um, um, Deshaun Kaiser hosting your New York football giants on Monday. Um, so what I'm saying is this. Uh, they're going to be tested to this week. Um, I, I do. I really believe that they're going to be tested this week. I, I don't know how much of uh, playing against the ones that they're going to get, but because of what they did, I got a feeling that their coaches are going to just to see what these guys are made of are going to make sure these guys get some reps against the ones to see uh, uh, how they handle it. Um, all these guys' um, quarterback positions. Or, or, or scenarios, I should say, are not uh, um, edge, edge, etched in stone. So depending on how they uh, are, are, are played in the games against decent defenses like New England, like Arizona, like the Giants, um, will go a long way on how much of the third game because that's really the dress rehearsal for most of these starters and guys that are going to be um, starting the third game. Um, 
in the preseason. So, Kaiser, uh, Watson, and Trubisky are going to be, I think, tested this this week. This uh, week, uh, going against uh, some pretty good defenses. Um, and I'm looking at Mahomes. And Mahomes, Mahomes is going to go in Cincinnati and play against the Cincinnati Bengals. So. Um, we're going to have to see and wait and see how much of a, um, um, how much poise these guys have playing against high, much higher caliber defense or players in the defense than they did last last week. What's your thoughts? That's pretty good. That's this this week should be a pretty good test for these guys going up against the teams that they are going up against and the defenses that they're going up against. What's your thoughts? I think uh, week three, I think, is the uh, uh, probably the most important week in the preseason. That's when uh, the starters play the most. But uh, I still think, uh, you know, the defenses don't game plan and, uh, you know, they kind of, you know, play vanilla. Uh, they don't, they don't want to give away too much before the season. Okay. Uh, I... I... I, I I do believe that the guys have to play a little longer. I think they play, don't play that much on the first preseason game. They play a little longer in the second preseason game, and they treat the third preseason game like like a, a just like you said a dress rehearsal. So they play a little longer into the game. Um, but like I said, with the exception of Kansas City, Houston, Chicago. And Cleveland, that quarterback starting position, in my opinion, is up for grabs. Um, so I think they're going to get um, more than enough opportunities in the next two games, preseason games, to see if they're uh, worthy of being the starting quarterback going into the um, uh, first first game of the regular season. So we'll have to wait and see. I'm, 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 uh, I, I didn't really look at the schedule. I'm looking at it now. And it, like I said, the teams that they're going up against, um, uh, I like, like, the, like their matchups. I, I, I want to see how, what kind of poise each and every one of these guys have um, and, and see if they can handle it. Um, Cam Newton, uh, there's a possibility that he may play. Um, and I know I'm talking about quarterbacks, and we got another guy from the Carolina, and I'm not taking that call. I'm not taking that call. Call it from Carolina. You can hang on for as long as you want. I've I've gotten bitten three times, and it's not happened again. It's not happened again. So you can hold on all as long as you want, but you won't get answered by me. Anyway, um, I gotta I gotta see if Cam Newton's going to play. Um, Ron Rivera said today that he's a little rusty. Uh, I think they're, they're trying to stretch him out a little bit more, get, give him a little bit more reps in throwing the football. It'd be kind of tough for Cam to start even a, a series uh, going up against a, a defense like Tennessee. I don't know if you want a chance your starting quarterback going up against a, a defense like Tennessee in Tennessee. Um uh, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, uh, 
who knows? We might not see Cam Newton at all this preseason. It, it wouldn't be the first time where there's a, a star quarterback who didn't play at all in the preseason. So, uh, you know, uh, he might not play at all. Better safe than sorry, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I, I keep on saying this, and I'll, I'll say it until I'm proven, diff- proven wrong. Two quarterbacks that I will not even go touch or even think about because of um, uh, shoulder injuries to each one of them. One has surgery. Both of them had surgery. Um, but one's at least throwing on a regular basis now versus one that we don't know really what the hell's happening. Supposedly he's strong, but who knows um, what he's doing. I'm talking about Andrew Luck. That I would never touch, even though I may get burnt, I would never, ever touch this year in fantasy. Um, just like you thought your thoughts were on the um, flip of a coin and, and taking a risk in a high pick on a player, um, that the possibility of, he's an injury risk, same applies to the quarterbacks of Cam Newton and uh, Andrew Luck. Shoulder injuries uh, for quarterbacks, especially their throwing shoulder, is um, and they're, and and, it's, and it's, they're being I wouldn't say babied, but they're being brought along slowly, which tells me that they're not progressing as quickly as most people, uh, including their trainers, probably thought they would be. So that they're, they're t- being extra cautious uh, because of for whatever reason. Uh, I can't guarantee that they're going to be um, um, available for all the season. Cam Newton is one of the most hit quarterbacks in all of football. And Andrew Luck, if he's not ahead of him, he's not too far behind him with that uh, horrible offensive line, uh, which hasn't improved that much that you would, be feel, you would feel comfortable uh, drafting a- Andrew Luck. Cam Newton, Andrew Luck. What's your thoughts on that, Jeff? Yeah, uh, Luck's a guy, and, and I think a lot of people feel this way, uh, to, to stay away from. Uh, I think uh, there's a good chance he's going to start um, the season on the uh, pup, uh, physically unable to perform. Sounds like a personal issue uh, list. Um, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's happened before, and the thing is, and this is a, such a joke in the NFL that teams, they're supposed to disclose injury information, which, I mean, uh, the Patriots have made a mockery of that. Um, but they don't have to disclose as much in the preseason. Um, so there, I think there's a very strong chance that Luck does begin the season on the pup. And uh, that's a minimum six weeks. And then, you know... Uh, you know, that that's almost half the fantasy season right there. And uh, even if he was uh, good to go for uh, week seven, I don't know if I'd want, I don't like starting a guy his first game back from a long layoff. So, uh, you know, I mean, Andrew Luck, still an excellent player, probably has a lot of good things ahead of him. But I think, you know, based on the team he's with and, uh, you know, his talent and whatever, people just assumed he was going to be the next Peyton Manning and, uh not quite, you know, but there's only one Peyton Manning, so. That's true. And I'm staying on the theme of quarterbacks. It seems like I got a quarterback, uh, uh, um, Jones, to, to, to itch this, this, this week. 
Um, down, it's going, coming down from the uh, the uh, um, broadcasting booth, even though he never was up there, but supposedly coming down from the broadcasting booth and onto a um, um, a Miami blue uniform. Jay Cutler, who made his debut tonight against the, um, um, I think it's Baltimore Ravens, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you get the Baltimore Ravens in yeah. Miami. Um, and uh, teaming back up with Adam Gacy, Adam Gase, and uh, um, have to see what the uh, Jay Cutler is made of. Now, like I said, it's being played now. Uh, it's not on regular TV, maybe locally or whatever, but you can watch it, I think, if I'm not mistaken, at, at midnight, if you're up that late, or record it and, and watch it at midnight. Um, I try to get as many of these preseason games as I can. Um, I've seen some guys that I, I may be targeting late in, in drafts already. Um, and uh, uh, we'll have to look at uh, Jay Cutler and, and, and the Miami Dolphins see who's, who's played and also on the Baltimore Ravens, who's played, who didn't play, um, and get an idea of uh, what the two teams fantasy-wise look like. What's your thoughts on Mr. Cutler coming back or coming <laughs> out of the booth and playing for $10 million, and his wife said, uh, he said his wife, he wanted him out of the house, go play football. Um, so, Jay Cutler. With the Miami Dolphins, the unlikely starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins because of Ryan Tannehill, who's supposed to have surgery, I think, today or tomorrow, something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, Jake Cutler has been an, an enigmatic figure for a long time. I, I, I think his wife and or his agent said, you know, put down your beer and your pork rinds you can make 10 million bucks this year because you're not going to make 10 million bucks doing anything else. And, uh, I, 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 you know, the thing is when you twist a guy's arm to take a job just for the money, you get a Phil Jackson in uh New York situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you know, the thing is with Jay Cutler, I mean, but you know, believe me, you know, he had a great arm he probably still does, but, you know, he didn't have – I mean, he is familiar with the offense, which which is a plus. Very important if you're, uh, you know, bringing in a quarterback, uh, you know, after camp starts. But uh, I could see him, you know, if he plays lousy, I don't think it would bother him too much, you know, <laughs> because he's getting oh, his 10 wow. million bucks. He's right. laughing his way all the way to the bank, yeah. you know, plus he's got some incentives in there and uh, – I'll tell you, I, I really would like to see Matt Moore opening day starter and, and him keep the job as long as he's playing well. Um, it might not happen because the Miami, Miami owner doesn't want to pay a guy $10 million to sit on the bench. But, you know, to me, you know, you, you hate to see a guy playing well get put on the bench. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly what it means, but it reminds me a little of uh, when uh, Brett Favre signed with the Jets because, um, well, I think that was 
there was a trade. But the similarities were um, Cutler has the same agent, and these agents have a lot of power behind the scenes. Bus Cook has five, and the Dolphins have uh, uh, Tannenbaum, the, the same gentleman who was uh, GM of the Jets at the time of the Favre deal. So there are some similarities. I don't quite know what it means, but uh, don't know if it's a conspiracy. But, you know, uh, I, I love a good conspiracy as much as anybody. So, uh, uh, But the thing is, Cutler was kind of like a poor man's Brett Favre, you know, <laughs> for most mm-hmm. of his career. So uh, he didn't win as much. He wasn't as well-liked. But I'll tell you with Favre, um, you know, he was, he was a fun guy to watch play. But his his act got old. <laughs> it really yeah. did. Yeah. It it you know because the media loved him, and and by the by the end of his career, that that wore off, and a lot of the fans got sick of him. Even the Green Bay fans who loved him, they got sick of him. Um, but you know that that's life, and uh, uh, you know I, I give the Dolphins ownership credit for. Uh, you know, uh, making a move that costs them money. But, uh, you know, n- none of the Dolphin fans could say that they're cheap or anything. And, uh, you know, when Tannehill went down, I thought, you know, okay, they need to bring in another quarterback. I wasn't thinking Cutler. I was just thinking somebody just, to, you know, put behind Matt Moore. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, looks like uh, Dolphins ownership is serious about winning, that they're they're not afraid to pay the big bucks. Speaking of being afraid and staying in the AFC East, two quarterbacks splitting snaps with their first-team offense during today's practice, Josh McGowan, Christian Hackenberg. Looks like those two quarterbacks are competing for the starting job with maybe McGowan due to his experience having the edge. Um, but as the old adage is, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. What's your thoughts? <laughs> I'm on on the quarterback thing here, and I'm all the end of the program on the quarterback. <laughs> Josh McGowan and Christian Hackenberg, talk to me. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big Christian Hackenberg fan. Uh, I mean, I didn't even like him in college. You know, where he earned the name Christian Sackenberg, he had one good season at Penn State and then I think had two or three disappointing seasons afterwards. That that's not the kind of development you like to see going into the pros. Um you know, uh McCown, you know, he's a, he's a good backup and uh he looks like uh a little bit like uh, Dolph Lundgren, the guy who played uh, Ivan Drago in uh Rocky Four. <laughs> I saw I saw a guy the other day who looked like he could have been related to both of them. Um, but, uh, you know, this looks like um, a rebuilding uh, year for the Jets, so I don't think they want to play McCown. But uh, I think even if, they, if McCown's the starter, it gets a, a little more time to develop uh, Hackenberg. It's hard to imagine McCown starting the whole season because, you know, I think he's 37, 38 years old, and I think they want to know what they have in Hackenberg, and if not him, Bryce Petty, which, um, you know, I I don't know why 
they – I mean, it was, I think, only a fourth-round pick. I don't know why they went with Bryce Petty. I don't think he took one snap from center in college. It's just – that that's too raw for me. You know, you, I mean, uh, do a lot of shotgun in the NFL, but you still, you know, you got to take snaps from center. you got to throw from the pocket. Um, uh, I, I don't see spending a pick on a guy like Bryce Petty. But, hey, he's got a shot to play a little this year. Uh, okay, and we got about four minutes left in the program. Since I'm still on the subject of quarterbacks, I might as well end it one more time with one more quarterback that I was drafted the same draft as James Winston. They went one-two. Um, I'm talking about Marcus Mariota, who's coming off a, a, a leg injury, um, but he's practicing. He's been he's been playing so. Um, and people are thinking that he's going to take another leap, which, um, to tell you the truth, um, I think he will. Uh, and I think he's a, a more accurate quarterback, a more accurate thrower than, than Jameis Winston. Excuse me, Jameis Winston. Um, and um, he's more judicious uh, with, the, with the football. Uh, he's got a strong running game with uh, – uh, DeMarco Murray and, and uh, Derrick Henry, and he's getting some weapons on the outside, uh, even though Eric Decker's a little banged up right now. Corey uh, Davis is, is coming back from an injury, but I think he'll be ready to go um, starting the beginning of the season. He already has Delaney Walker, who's been the most uh, – who's, who's led the team in targets uh, and uh, um, receptions in the last couple of seasons at least. So he's got some weapons with a decent defense. Um, that I think Marcus Mariota, the way they run that offense um, and the way he uh, um, is caref- careful with the football, will have a very good year. And I didn't even talk about uh, his running ability, which makes him a dual-threat quarterback. What's your thoughts uh, on uh, Mr. Marcus Mariota? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little wary of him. Uh, another uh, gentleman coming off of uh... – an injury. So, uh, has he played in the preseason yet? Um, I thought he. I thought he played a limited time in the first game. I could be wrong, um, but I'm pretty sure they're probably going to try to get him in some reps um, this this game. I'm not sure about that though. I can't. I can't. I'm not sure. I, I can look in the box score and see what's going on. Let me see if he played or not. Um. Preseason game one. See if he played. I could be wrong, um, but come on. Uh, really? Oh, here we go. Um, either game one. Where is he at? Tennessee. 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 There it is. Uh, Tennessee. Um. No, he did not play. He did not play in the first preseason game. So I, I imagine that they're trying to going to try to probably get him a couple of reps, um, just a couple, um, maybe a couple, a series or two, um, nothing um, that's going to put him in, in uh, harm's way, just to get him in some game time action, uh, and then quite naturally give him a little bit more. On, on um, uh, next week, 
uh, and then nothing on uh, the last preseason game. But uh, he's different, in my opinion, for the simple reason that it was a leg injury, not that I'm discounting his leg injury, and it's not something that he needs uh, 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 like a shoulder to throw. So it's a leg injury. Uh, He took the time to get it healed, and I think uh, um, he's ready to go. It's just a matter of um, what kind of risk they want to put him in before the before the regular season. We got uh, we got about ten seconds. We're going to go over a little overtime, Jeff. Uh, your thoughts before we close the show out? Well, uh, it's uh, preseason, so uh, the players are getting in shape, and uh, the fantasy football players uh, are getting in shape too. So, uh, like to wish everybody luck with your drafts and uh, be prepared. Okay, people, next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is where we'll be at. The FSP Crew Show will be here. And hopefully we don't get a barrage with calls like we got tonight. It is what it is. Tune in 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Saturday afternoon where Vic will be the host. I'll be the co-host of the FSP Show. And on Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be the host of the Master Plan. I've done quarterbacks. I've done wide receivers this week coming up on the um, 20th. Yes, the 20th, which is this Sunday, will be the uh, tight ends. One to 25 with some sleepers um, uh, mixed in there also. Until then, uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, Enjoy the rest of the night. uh, And hopefully we'll see you on the weekend in one of those shows. See ya. Yeah. Mr. Encore, fantasy sports and politics crew, yeah, check, fantasy sports and politics, ain't no other talk show hot as this, cover every sport and we get it all right, log on the site, you can listen tonight, talk about the game, who in first place, you can even call up, state your own case, football, b-ball, soccer too, log on, ain't nobody stopping you, it's fantasy sports and politics crew, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.